0: doesn't love a good testimony am I right with all the negativity in this crazy world I wanted to reserve a place to exalt God's goodness because he is so good on are you gonna finish that I will be bringing powerful men and women of God each week who are just your everyday people they have been tested went through hard times and came out victorious I am blessed to know them and I want to share them with you so get a snack grab a cup of coffee and let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Are You Gonna Finish That? Today I have my very best friend, Carly. Winkle. <laughs> <was Ooh>. Almost Winkle. <laughs> I almost called you Carly Glass, but that's her name anymore. I, know you.
1: I felt it coming and you said Winkle. I know. Actually it's Carly Tinkle. <laughs> Um, here we go, <laughs> and we're off.
0: We have a lift off. Yeah. So, can you say your name for the for the <laughs> since Your best friend doesn't know your name.
1: <laughs> it's um, Carly Winkle. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> See.
0: You need to change. Tell Bradley you're changing your name to Winkle. Excuse me,
1: Winkler, Carly Winkler. <laughs> Carly
0: Winkler. God, I'm terrible. How long have we been friends? And that's...
1: golly, Jesus. your name, Carly Winkle.
0: <laughs> oh, I love this. Okay, so we are literally um, we just had showers and we're eating ice cream. In our hotel room that we got, so that we could visit. I'm so excited. A girls' weekend, Me too.
1: man. Man, took a long shower, yeah. washed my hair with dish soap.
0: <laughs> literally, y'all. She washed it with dish soap.
1: <laughs> the struggle's real over here.
0: We <laughs> forgot literally we...
1: everything. Everything.
0: But I'm eating this Haagen Dazs. I'm like a bougie girl. I gotta have Haagen Dazs caramel cone. You are. And I'm over here drinking mint chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the straw? <laughs> And uh, mind you, we didn't have spoons, so mm. mine came with these little joke of a spoon. It's just literally like a, a straight board. <laughs> and I'm and you would think that it's so. Uh, look at this. So
1: yeah. delicate.
0: <laughs> I'm,
1: a <laughs> I'm a lady. I'm
0: a lady. So, um, me and Carly came across paths. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait you're girl. making
1: me ugly. I know. <laughs>
0: So, me and Carly came <laughs> about. We up to it. <laughs> we met at Texas Bible College and we became instant besties. We sure
1: did. It was like we crazy. even had the same matching scarf. Remember that? Oh my God. Yes. Which one was that? <laughs> winkle. Yeah, <laughs> we winkle.
0: Uh, it was the one with the flowers. Oh, yeah.
1: You don't remember, Gina? Really don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't.
0: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but it sounds cute it was but yeah and so we just became best friends like instantaneously We did. i think we we knew the same people and that bonded us too a little bit
1: i really did think that you and hope shared a room with that who did she share with laura remember? oh okay okay but it was your room that the bird was in right? yeah remember that <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: vaguely I think kind I of mm-hmm. blocked it out of my memory.
1: Half <laughs> of my life. <laughs>
0: it was also Bible college that we got like a wild hair. I couldn't do that now. Went, well, but like we drove, <laughs> well, we drove all the way to Dallas. i It's nine o'clock. I know. Remember we drove all the way to Dallas to take did. destiny? And then we had work the next day. You had work the next day like a psychopath. That's true. And when you, I was the only one that knew how to drive your standard car. It's just me
1: and you. <laughs> you remember?
0: <laughs> and hanging panting. out the
1: sunroof and was like, Oh come in here. get
0: down <laughs> she was panicking. She thought we were gonna die. which we were wild. And that's anyway. like thinking of that now, driving all the way to Dallas and then back and back in the same night. Like we didn't get back till like 6:50. Yeah, and I think I had work at 7 at the
1: daycare. Yeah. It's just wild. kids laughs in my hands not a big deal. you just got
0: kids now. <coughs> yeah. get okay, out of that. <laughs> I tried to cover it <laughs> He's um, gonna give me a hanky, <laughs> but yes, I'm still trying to eat this ice cream and it's like
1: liquid form. I told you it's better when you drink it. I am drinking it now. Well, okay. mm. I don't. I mine has chocolate chips in it, and I'm scared if I chew it, it's just gonna be like. <laughs>
0: Can you reenact that for the people? <laughs> <laughs> the people are back. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh my gosh! I'm uh, I've told her all night. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad to be with you all night long. She I'm really a Loser! Has. I like. I'm like
1: you're not a loser. Literally, I, I like. Any time we sit there, I'm like, I'm happy you're here. So, <laughs> I'm happy you're here. She gets all like starry-eyed looking at me. You're going in there, to take a shower, and we're just talking, and you're like, I'm so happy you're here. And I'm like, Let me do.
0: So <laughs> any hoozles? Do you wanna? Start with your little testimony? Or just like how you What the rest of that sentence?
1: <laughs> well, my name's Carly Winkle.
0: You <laughs> don't like a wrinkle.
1: <laughs> Hit me with the sprinkles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, she has four kids. I uh, do. Twins. Not four
1: twins, but no. You know. god God has been good that's the end that's all all i got my kids are my life no they really are there was a time when i didn't think i would have any kids cool that i have (laughs) 4
0: they're all right yeah
1: we hang they're bros i drive a school bus
0: (laughs) shuttle them all in yeah so were you raised in church all of your life yes
1: yes i grew up in church um like grew up on a church pew you know like pea stains all over the church from where I grew up, you know, with the bed. So it's like, oh, there's some glass kids. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we back. had to get
1: new pews. But yeah, my mom was the piano player at our church. And then my dad was in charge of the praise team. So we were there all the time with both my parents being on the platform. We just, I mean, my granny and nanny went to church there, but you know, we just had a lot of church mothers that, mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of bruises on these legs from those mamas. Just <laughs> teaching me. Yeah. But yeah. Um, grew up in church my whole life. You know how, like, when you grow up in church, but you don't... Oh, I feel like it's been said so many times on your podcast, but I'm on a podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you cough, grow cough. up... Yeah. <clears throat> Carly Winkle here. <laughs> <laughs> you grow up in church, but you don't... Develop that relationship like when you live with somebody but you don't have a relationship. I mean, I've never done that. I'm like, it'd be hard to do. <laughs> it would
0: be very hard to
1: do. But yeah, I had had no relationship with God, so it was just. But music was always a, a pretty heavy part of my family. Like my mom, when she became the piano player, my pastor at the time. um Well, wasn't my pastor? I wasn't born yet. But her pastor at the time, which was then my pastor, which all of this is irrelevant. So just mark this, <laughs> flag it. <laughs> uh, Anyways, he pointed at her. Someone had, I think the piano player or something. Has, I'm going to get it all wrong, but no one's here to correct me. And she, he pointed at her and said, you're going to be the new piano player. And she had only played like, I think, I don't, I don't know how long. I don't want to say because I will get it wrong. So from that point forward, she was a piano player. I believe from what Brother Cornwall had told me mm. was that from that point on, they had just service after another of God, just, you know, pouring out revival. And, and then I, I believe that's you know, she met my dad in the church. So anyways, we were, yeah, heavily in church, but I never had that, uh, never had a relationship. And it wasn't that I wasn't shown how to, because, you know, in church, obviously you see people, you know, buried in the altar and it's like, so so you're taught in church what to do, but to be taught that at home is totally different. I, I was never taught, and by no means am I saying I had bad parents because I had wonderful, wonderful parents. I had a wonderful childhood, but I was never taught how to pray. But, and, and it's not their fault. If you listen to Dad, I love you. It's not your (laughs) fault. It was choices I made that, you know, led my life asunder. Is that a word? It can be (laughs) on the podcast. Definition, don't look it up. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so I was um, involved in the praise team and choir, and, you know, on the outside I had it pretty well together. And I was a kid, so it wasn't like, you Mm -hmm. know, I was a heathen, but I was a heathen. I'd be, you know, out Partying and drinking on the weekends, and then at church on Sundays, praising and, and and it was like every Sunday, not not partying every Sunday, but every church service I had to pray back through first because I didn't have that relationship. Yes, <laughs> I'm just wondering.
0: flundering <laughs> away. Sunder. Wonder, yeah.
1: <laughs> You're <a> Sundering. <laughs> oh, so every church service, you know, it was like having to climb through all these mountains of to, to repent, which I could have done at home, but. And every time I tried to, no one no one told me, like, how easy it is to talk to God. And I know that sounds pretty stupid because it's pretty easy, you know. Yeah. But to me, it was I always heard about, like, these church moms that were, like, you know, so renowned for uh, being warriors and having that prayer life, but you don't get that overnight. And so I would, like, try. You know, I'd break out the Bible and make a prayer closet, and those are important, you know, but... That's not realistic for every time you pray. And so when I would miss a day, I would get so discouraged and I'd be like, well, I'll just, I'll try again next year, you know, sometime <laughs> next year. Yeah. Cool. See you guys. <laughs> you know my heart. <laughs> anyway, so my senior year, I started to kind of feel the pull to Bible college or the, the calling to it. I want to say it was like, you know, through prayer and fasting. It was not. It was like, it was like a, a family reunions, you know, being at <laughs> church, like God filled me and then he'd be like, oh, hey. Also, there's this cool thing, you know, and I'd be like, nah, well no. nah, no. <laughs> I think I'm going to go to nursing school. I still haven't done that. Anyway, so I decided, you know, through much prayer and my pastor talking with me and now he did in in a roundabout way, try to discourage me from going, you know, he of course said, you know, if this is the path, whatever, he encouraged it. But in a roundabout way, he also discourages that for Mm-hmm. Um, and I had several people tell me, too, like, you know, don't go to Bible college if you're trying to go and fix stuff. And boy, were they right. <laughs> Sheesh. Sheesh. But I did meet you. So I went. And uh, But at that point, here I am in Bible college, and I still had not no steady prayer life, which is embarrassing now. But, and I remember, you're going to have to edit out her name. Oh, I just won't say it because you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my roommate, the First my... semester. <laughs> first semester. Sweet girl, shout out to you wherever you are. But she had, she had a stellar, stellar relationship with God, like, so, so good. And here I am, climbing the walls in my, <laughs> my towel. Yeah, that said roommate locked you out.
0: She going, did. Sweet, sweetheart. <laughs> we had lived. Uh, the modular, God. that's what it's called. The modular. I lived in, like, an actual room. Yeah, thank you did. God. I hated you for it. I know. <laughs> so sorry they had modulars and it was just basically like these carpet walls (laughs) carpet (laughs) walls and it was like a like they use an offices like a cubicle yep and they that's what like that's what their that's what like their rooms were and you squeeze in
1: two beds maybe Uh a desk and she had locked you out yeah i was um showering (laughs) and uh she just left for the day well what kind of a crazy person takes their keys in the shower with them like i guess my keys are dirty i gotta wash my keys (laughs) I have no bitterness in my heart towards this woman. Anyway, so here I am in my towel, got out of the shower, and I'm like, you know, do 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 who going in my door, and I can't get in. And so here comes Candy, and I'm just standing there in my towel, like she locked me out, Candy.
0: <laughs> and
1: then uh, Candy had to, yep, lift me up over the wall. <laughs> that really
0: bonded us as friends. Like, how do you go back from that after you that? No. <laughs>
1: now we're drinking ice cream soup together. So
0: <laughs> All these years later.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, she had a an awesome, like, annoyingly awesome prayer walk. Prayer walk. <laughs> she walked in prayers. <laughs> no. Prayer life. Oh, yeah, and I don't think it was wrong. Like, obviously, Bible college was a pivotal point in my life. Remember when I dated someone? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I, we, he was also attending Bible college. Sweet, sweet guy. Like, so sweet. But it had been, like, I'd always heard, like, you know, a TBC... Texas Bridal College and all this stuff and mm-hmm. which is not why I was there but Lord at this point I even know why I was there I know why but after like you know two or three weeks of talking he started talking about um, marriage and like what we name our kids and I was just like whoa <laughs> little Betty so uh I did what any decent smart human would do and I ran completely the opposite direction of anything that God would remotely have for me <laughs> <laughs> and what did I do I met someone at the the jack-in-the-box drive. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. So that was fun. And it actually led to me getting out of church because if you don't have your feet in, you got nothing to stand on, you know. And I want to say me going to TBC was like me following after God because I do believe he wanted me to go. But majority of it was me running from not God, but like things in my life that I just had not, did not want to deal with. Push them as far as you can. and So anything that, that made me feel, I guess anything that kept me from dealing with, those things because you can't, you can't come in contact with God and not be healed. That's just not possible. And so, but to really come in contact with him, you have to have connection to really be changed by an encounter with God. You have to make changes. And I was not in a place where I was ready to face things that had been done to me. Um, you know, and hurts that I, I too had hurt people obviously, um, by leaving church, that was oof, you know, Uh big, big shock there. But and it was to everybody else except for me because on the outside I had it. I was at TBC, you know. Yeah. So whenever you fall from there, that's a big that is Mount Everest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it takes a special kind of person to do yeah. that. Well, I'm special. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, I got out of church. Uh, and well, first I, I met this. wasn't really in church, you know, to begin with. Um, I met someone. I did not think he was a love of my life by any means, but he was different from from you know what I was supposed to do, and uh, so I moved in with him, got out of church, I think timeline-wise, ended up moving back home, and he moved with me, we got engaged, it just, all around, it was not a good, not a good relationship, it was one of those, like, you know, from the very start, this is like, oh, this is going to end horribly, but this is going to be a fun ride, so let's go, <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> and it wasn't like, you know, he never hit me or anything, but it was, it was a very toxic, very, very toxic, um, there was no physical abuse, but it was mentally, but, you know, I was one of those people that, like, I had made my bed. You know, these were the choices that I had made. And I was not married to him, but we did get engaged. And at that point, we were already living together. And I had already left church and heard all these people. And, you know, this was, this, this was my choice. And so this was what life was. I don't think by any means he was a person that was supposed to stay in my life forever. Like, I don't even know that he was supposed to be in my life other than the purpose of giving me my beautiful daughter. So that happened. And um, we got engaged. And then I ended up pregnant, had a miscarriage. And then we got married. And then I had another miscarriage. And at that point, I was just like, what in the world is wrong with me? Like, you know, i got something, something i like got cactuses in there or something like just eating <laughs> these things left and right. <laughs> so I got pretty depressed. We smoked a lot of, of marijuana during that point, And I could not tell you, like, there's months during that time frame where I, like, I don't know if my family even to this day. I've never talked to them about it because it's not not really something I'm proud of. Yeah, there's months where I just I don't remember doing anything outside of going to work, coming home, smoking, and eating. So I gained quite a bit of weight during that. That was fun. Uh, thank God for Ross and Walmart you know, and Goodwill. Anyways, there was one particular night. I don't even know if I told you this. Carly Winkle checking in.
0: <laughs> People are going to have to call you Carly Winkle
1: and <laughs> change my name on Facebook. <laughs> winkling at you, candy. <laughs> oh. Anyways, there was one night that um my ex husband had brought home some different kind of of weed. I don't I don't even know at this point what it was. We we smoked it and it was like almost not immediately, but like my throat started getting super itchy and I was like, man, this is so weird. And here I am, like this girl with like skin sensitivities, you know I can't even run across I can't frolic through the grass without getting rashes but I'm like let's smoke it that'll be fine <laughs> like, you know <laughs> so, so my throat started closing up oh my and god yes. and I'm like terrified because I'm like okay and it we lived mind you well not mind you because I didn't tell you but mind you we lived in um this wonderful woman from our church from the church that I grew up in which I avoided at all costs at It was one of her rent houses that we lived in. And here we are in the laundry room, you know, getting high every day. So all I could think was, dear Lord, they're going to find me on this couch. Sister Carolyn is going to come in here and think, oh, no, you know, like I killed her. (laughs) And So, um, yeah, my throat started closing up. And I remember like I was panicking because I really thought I was going to die. And I was like, I am not I'm not ready. Like, you know, I am far, far from ready. I remember I just sat on the couch, you know, I'm like trying to catch my breath and I'm praying, trying to pray in between breaths. In that moment, it wasn't an audible voice, you know, because God doesn't always talk like that to everybody. But he talked to me and everything else in my head, all the panic cleared and just this. And he said, um, I died for you knowing that you would do this to me. And that, I was just like, oh my God, you know, you love me that much that you knew when you were on Calvary, you gave your life so that I could spit in your face, so that I could sit here on this couch. have to buy out Ross because I gained so much weight because I was high all the time, (laughs) you know. Forget that part. (laughs) Anyways, you know, just just overwhelmed with just love at that point, because I had done everything in my power to run from him and anything that was of him, I didn't want anything to do with. And he still was like, hey, Carly, you know, even though you're doing this, I still died for you. Carly Winkle, you know, (laughs) but that for me, that was a a huge, uh, obviously, you know, a huge point for me. And I, I would like to say that I just like jump right back in, right then. I'm just like, all right, let's well, go. Well, you know, yeah. or, I'm gonna go take my earrings off. <laughs> but that's not what happened. Um, I, I did like slowly start turning back towards him. So I would start like, you know, listening to preaching or, um, and I started praying more. Like that probably, I, you know, obviously I stopped smoking, stopped drinking. I also, was smoking cigarettes. When I stopped, I stopped everything without, you know. Completely sacrificing myself during this all, I still had had you know two miscarriages, and I really, really wanted a baby. And it wasn't even like before I had miscarriages, I didn't didn't really care you know if I had mm-hmm. a baby or not. But I don't know what happens to women, man. I don't know. You, you have a miscarriage, and it's just like oh my god, I got a baby. Anyway, so I really wanted a baby. but You know, mind you, my my marriage was just wrong. It was just it was awful. And I'm not saying I didn't love him, but I didn't know how to love, and and he didn't know. How to love me the way that the way that God intended marriage to be. So, mm-hmm. I remember one day I got some oil and I went into our extra room at the time and I remember anointing my stomach and I told God, if you give me a baby, I will make sure that this baby is in church and I will serve you." And for me, that was a big deal because serving God is more than what I what I knew at that point. Like mm-hmm. to me, serving God was being in church every service and music and just anything to re- related to do with the church. That was, but I didn't ever take it past that. So I told him, you give me a baby. um, I'll make sure that she is raised in truth. And then, you know, I will serve you also. And um, it was maybe two or three weeks later, I had a dream. Oh, my word. I skipped so much of my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Okay. Anyways, I had a dream. We'll we'll circle (laughs) back. Yeah, we'll come back around. We'll find that rabbit way back there. (laughs) (coughs) I had a dream. Like two or three weeks later, my mom came to me, and she, she passed away when I was um fourteen. Man, I hope you can like rearrange these. Things. <laughs> yeah, so she passed away when I was fourteen, and that was like awful. You know, that was a it was a huge, huge blow. Just came out of nowhere. It was a major stroke. No one saw it coming. There were no warning signs. Anyway, she came to me in my dream and told me, basically told me I was pregnant. And um, the dream, man, it was like that dream you were telling me earlier. The dream was so real, like she hugged me and i could feel her hugging me and in the dream i was crying and in real life i woke up crying mm-hmm. um so maybe it was maybe a week later i took a test and i was i was pregnant ended up having my daughter and she's been the biggest biggest blessing but be- when i whenever i found out i was pregnant i um i honored you know what i had said to god because well, <laughs> after he shared with me what he told me you know that you yeah. know he loved me that much the least i could do was keep my word you know I didn't really have intentions of skating by like I was going to do it for real because when you have a kid involved it, it is totally different a game like, changer it's so heavy yeah that responsibility is and I've got four I don't know what I was thinking <laughs> so um yeah literally <laughs> so um got back in church this time around I didn't just like you hear about people that get get in church or get back in church after they backslide and they um, just jump right back in. And that's great, like happy for them because, mm-hmm. you know, if that works for them, it works for them. But this, I did jump back in as far as what I wore and what I did and didn't do. But I got to like actually dig in and find for myself, you know, why, why am I? Do- and I've had to do it several times since then, especially having a five-year-old daughter because. Ask questions. Oh, yes. Oh, man. So many questions. And, and it's just to me, it's not good enough to say because that's just what we do. Cause that's what I was told, not dissing my mama in any form or fashion, but, and if she did try to tell me, I, I didn't want to hear it. So I just didn't hear it, you know, yeah. and, uh, but for me, it's important. You know, I, I want, I want my, my children to know, to know, you know, you yeah. know. So, um, when I was maybe like 12 or 13, I was just super early on in my pregnancy. My um, husband at the time told me that he wanted to, to move back to Lufkin, and, uh, that, He pretty much told me he was going to. At that point, I had quit my job because I was so sick, being pregnant. I couldn't work. You know, we've got bills due. Like, depending on someone who is not dependable is a very scary thing. Yeah. Oh, my word. So scary. Yeah. So, and I begged him, begged him to stay. I'm like, you know, please don't do this. We've got a baby coming and blah, 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 you know. And so he stayed. But then after she was born, she was about two months old, he called me one day and said, um, I've quit my job. He called me after he quit his job, just like up out of the blue, um, quit my job, and I'm moving back. And I was like, mm. okay. And he said, my mom's on, on her way to come get me. And mm. I was like, all right. You know, like at that point, I already had my baby and you couldn't tell me nothing. Like, I mean, not you couldn't tell me nothing, but like you know have a good trip yeah like see ya <laughs> you know like in in every aspect of um of the manner i i had i had just this mind frame like these were the choices that i made that gave me this life and this is what you know i'm stuck in that that's really how it felt because yeah we we weren't supposed to you know it it that wasn't what god had for me and he still blessed blessed it you know he gave gave me a beautiful daughter and since then has done so much for me and isn't that just great like you know no matter how many stupid things we do God's like you know what here have this (laughs) (laughs) like you're over here doing this but here have this little this little ice cream soup you know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so when he called and told me that he was he was leaving I just told him okay I was relieved because to me it was like yeah it was it was I had been just not tortured, but like so oppressed, just heavy with this is my whole life. Like this is the best that I, that I can do. And it wasn't like it, we, we were blessed. Like we had enough money to pay bills um, <laughs> thanks to food stamps and thanks to government apartments, <laughs> you know, like we very heavily needed government assistance. And it wasn't because my husband at the time couldn't work. It was because he wouldn't. So I was relieved. And I, I remember packing his bags, like this big old huge duffel bag and I just folded <laughs> everything so nice and neat and he comes home I'm like, There's your bag, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> and I'm like, Well let's talk about, you know, what this means for us because I'm not I'm not going back, you know. Um this is I don't I and I knew like I didn't have to pray about it like, you know, yeah. This was God's God's way of closing that door without without anything tragic having to happen. You yeah. uh, know. It was a it was a blessing. And even with it being a blessing, I still, you know, you get lonely and, and it was hard because it wasn't him that I missed, but it was like saying goodbye to a whole lifetime. Because I was married, you know, it wasn't like, yeah. we're just shacking up. Like we, we were married. I would like to say that I just cut ties right there and that was it. But we had, a, had a, a child. Here I was, a single mom. He left me with no job, no money, a broke down car that did not run. Uh, electricity was due in a week. It got cut off. Because I didn't have any money. I mean, I had, like, nothing. Nothing. And a baby on top of that. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, and I was on, you know, I I needed diapers, and I didn't have any money. Like, nothing. My older brother, he called me, just checking in. He's like, you know, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm just sitting here in the dark. You know, (laughs) like, (laughs) I wasn't really in the dark, but. He was such a big blessing. He took me to go get groceries, and he bought, like, $300 worth of groceries and formula and diapers and wipes. Once once I told the rest of my family, they all, you know, rallied and did the same thing. And My youngest brother, bless his pee-picking heart, when he found out, he came up to me and handed me $20, and he said, it's all the money I got. <laughs> I was like, thank you, I need so much <laughs> Thank you. Uh, which, you know. It did mean a lot because that boy had nothing to do. Like. Yeah. But he—he he, that was just how he lived. So, anyways, um, but God was good and He provided a, a good, stable job. And I tried dating here and there. It—it kind of fell back into uh, you know know—you're not—you don't want to run, run from things. You want to face them. And uh, so I—I I felt like by dating and by just jumping back into other things, that was just me, instead of allowing God to heal me. Um, it was just me pushing it. So anyways, I was a single mom, and I enjoyed most every second of it, like that time with with my daughter was it was fun yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. Needed. it was, and she I don't she doesn't remember it because she was you know from two months until she was one and a half, so she might remember it I don't know, but I don't remember nothing from when I was that age so. <laughs> I don't believe she does but and then when she was Um, when she was about one and a half. Um, no, she was, when she was a baby, <laughs> I met my husband at um, the first responders' mill, but we didn't like, you know, instantly hit it mm-hmm. off. It was like uh, super awkward. I, you know, I don't know why, where that comes from. But,
0: yeah. You yeah.
1: awkward, please. I am so awkward. So, anyways, he's at this first responders' mill. Brother Winkle. Brother Winkle, yeah. <laughs> please rise. <laughs> <laughs> We are the wingles. <laughs> so I'm there at this meal that um, our, com- our church had thrown for the community. It was a first responders dinner and service and stuff. And he's a first responder. Um, and I'm there with my, my daughter, and I'm just, you know, eating and then cleaning up and stuff. But we sat at the same table, and he run, he run-, he run-, he run some tickets. <laughs> he won a raffle um, for... Dinner somewhere, and I, you know, trying to hit it off, you know, I'm like, I leaned across the table to him, and I'm like, "There'll be wink, we uh," <laughs> I said, "We go to Los Amigos later," and he didn't hear me And so he went, uh-huh, "Yeah," and then he just kept eating, and I'm like, "Okay, well, yes, we're not going anywhere," cause <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't talk. Like that was it. That was it for. <laughs> that was it for months. I never heard from him. He he knew my brother. They were friends, and then he started popping up here and there at church. And every once in a while, we'd message each other on, um, comment on each other's stories, you know, on Instagram. Back when I was very social, <laughs> now I'm like, what day is it? <laughs> what year is <What> <laughs> it? Is it grocery day? <laughs> so, um, it took, you know, well, you don't know. I'm telling you, that's, yeah. that's like <laughs> we
0: don't know anything. <laughs> no, you don't know nothing.
1: I barely know. <laughs> <laughs> um so a bunch of time went by before we actually started talking and I had actually started talking to someone else and he mm-hmm. he stopped me um at church. He had been visiting church. He had a church that he went to, but he was looking for a different church to go to. And um for reasons. Just erase that whole thing I just said just now, that four reasons part because <laughs> it's not relevant. Yeah. Um I, just that out. yeah. <laughs> so, um I remember one of the visits that he, he, I was, and it was like the visit, you know, I was just, church was over, um, I got my daughter from the nursery, and we were just going out to my car to leave, and he, I'm walking out the door, and he's like, hey, Carly, wait just a second, he follows me out, and I'm like, yeah, what's up, you know, I had no clue, like, what's up, man, you know, it's so (laughs) stupid, and, uh, in my mind, I'm like, you know, whatever, so he, Stops me, and he's like, "Would well, do you want to go out sometime? Go get a cup of coffee sometime? And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like, I was just flabbergasted that this man, because he was a man, you know, to ask someone out in person is a super manly thing to do.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: that's just not done these days. People no. are just creeps, you know. Well, not you're not a creep if you ask someone out on <laughs> social media. But he asked me in person, and it blew me away because I had never been asked out in person. Never, not once in my whole life. Yeah. And I had a kid, like, you know. Yeah i was engaged to i was proposed to over social media <laughs> he asked me out in person and i just remember being like yeah okay because up until that point i had no no idea that he was interested in me because i would not have been interested in me you know was just a goofball of a person with a kid on top of that anyway so he asked me out um long story short we ended up going out i can't say like i knew right off off top he was the one because he was definitely not a safe choice, I'll say that, because he did not have children. He was younger than me, so it was scary. Everything How much younger had... is, he,
0: is he than you? I He's have 26.
1: To... <laughs> he was born in 97, and I was born in 95, but it's like.
0: Oh, my God, that's probably anything. Yeah,
1: no, but it, it was, he was younger than me, and, like, I had a kid. I had already been married, oh, yeah. and he had no, like, I don't want to say he had no life experience. Love you, babe, but <laughs> he had life experience, but not the same that I had had. But he, you know, he had a good work ethic and all of the things that I had prayed for, he he had. We were dating and uh, I had moved in with my grandma because my nanny at the time was sick. She had cancer. It was like a joint effort. Everybody, you know, chipping in to take care of her and super awesome memories, you know. But I got back from going over to dinner at Bradley's. I remember at dinner... And I can't, to this day, I can't explain it. And I just got like this overwhelming feeling of just, just overwhelm, you know, and I never knew like overwhelming itself is a feeling, but maybe it's not, you know, maybe you just feel overwhelmed with certain feelings, mm-hmm. but I like sadness. I just felt so heavy. So I went to his, mm-hmm. in his tiny little apartment, my daughter was there as well. So I went to his bathroom and I just sat down and just like, I just cried and I couldn't figure out, I was like, this is the weirdest thing. So I went back home after we had dinner, and um, my older brother called me and said, um, Andrew, my youngest brother, was in a wreck, and uh, he was in a biker club. Shout out to all you bikers. (laughs) Wild hog. Anyways. So um, my brother Micah had called me and said that my youngest brother was in an accident, and we didn't know how bad it was or any, any details behind it. And Bradley had just dropped me off, and I think his car was in the shop or something, so he's borrowing my car. So I remember telling Michael, like, well, let's, you know, it might just be a broken arm. Let's not all go to Sulphur Springs and not load up in the car and drive, you know, an hour just for him to mm-hmm. broke his pinky, you know. <laughs> so I called, told him, like, I'll, I'll call the hospital and figure out what's going on. And I called them, and um, they told me that he, he did not, not make it. And I remember, yeah, it was, it was rough. I remember like I had texted Bradley and told him I I need my car. My my brother's in a wreck and uh, he tried to call me or he called me and I'm just like I don't remember I don't remember the details of that. Everything from that point was just so such a fog. And me and Bradley were not even married at that point. Like we were not engaged. Um we had said I love you, but there was no No we're just dating. So. Yeah, yeah. So anyways he came and got me and we drove there to the hospital and my family met me there. They you know, the hospital they pulled us to the side and they were like, which in in some form or fashion, I had kind of been through this stance with my mom, but it was different because, I, like with her, it was unexpected. But there was no, I, it was just different. I don't know because your mom's your mom, and you're always going to need your mom. But your your brother, like especially your little brother, that's like yeah. you know, you know, homie. Even if you do have to always give him money, <laughs> <laughs> like your best friend. You know, yeah. and I'm not going to like you know say that we were super tight, but we were we were. Your siblings are always. Yeah. We went back and identified him. It was him, and uh, it, it man, that was oh, you know, gosh. just when you like, I had just just got my feet under me, like as far as my relationship with God, and I was in a good place, and I'm like, you know what, this pretty life is pretty good, and God's like, mm. <laughs> oh,
0: poor little stupid bird, yeah,
1: you just late, Carly. <laughs> oh, and boy was he right. <laughs> and I would like to say, like. Like I do remember at first feeling so not confident, but just at peace, like that God was in control because obviously he is. And some, some things that happen are just things that happen, you know, there's really not, not a reason. But I remember when my mom died thinking like, because my mom, my, my parents had divorced. I skipped that part left that, out. but but when I was 13, they divorced. And then when I was 14, she died. And I remember thinking, you know, why, why take her at this age? Because she had had, or her whole life was us, us kids, there's four of us, you know, Mm was us kids and then my dad, they were married and, you know, then they're divorced. And so now she's got to figure out who she is. And she was, she was finally getting in a good, good groove with herself. I remember thinking when it happened though, like, God, what, why, why would you do this? And my pastor at the time told me, you know, that he, you know, maybe it was that there was something coming on later down the road that would would have that she wouldn't have been able to handle yeah and i with all my heart believe that my brother like she would not have she never never would have been okay i don't know how my parents now are okay like any parent that has lost a child i don't know how you guys breathe Mm -hmm. you'd have to just run me over with a semi 42 (laughs) times
0: (laughs) that would. that's something i can never Mm -mm. i don't ever have to experience
1: oh no me neither that's but i remember feeling peace i even told bradley like you know he, he asked me was i okay and i'm like yeah god's god's got this and that's, like, in the newness of of grief, you know, like, God's, mm-hmm. God's got this. And you're so numb, like, you don't even know what you're saying. You're just, like, yeah. spouting off stuff, you know, like, God's been so good. And he had been. He is so good. But, like, boy, did, there was waves of anger and all kinds of stuff coming at me that I had no clue how to deal with. And grief is a, is a monster.
0: It really is. Uh, and
1: it hits you in waves. It does. Like, like, you think you're fine, and then it just knocks the breath out of you, and you can't move.
0: But no, you're right. Like grief, it
1: is such a weird thing. It's like you're okay one minute, and then the next, and anything weird can set you off. Like like Austin Powers. (laughs) Like my brother loved. He always would talk like Austin Powers. Or there's certain songs, like just little little things. And for my mom, it's uh, like hearing someone in church sigh. Like you know how people when they pray and they're just. My mom used to do that. So when I hear that, I'm just like, oh, you
0: know?
1: I mean, that was that was a mountain, mountain of a valley, if you will, to, to get past for my family. And I, I will not lie to you. we're we are... Some days it's like we are still just hanging on by the hair of our chin chin chin. And I've got it. I've got it. Chin, chin. <laughs> so um, but through that, though, I got to see a side of of Bradley that I because he had stepped up with my daughter in a way that. She she didn't ever have a a father figure. Like, my dad was the closest thing to a father figure that she had. And Bradley just, like, you know, pulled himself up by the bootstraps, and he's like, let's go, you know. He never treated her any different. He never, nothing. Like, she was his daughter from, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say from day one, because that'd be really weird. But, like, once he knew, he knew. So I got to see a whole new side to him as far as, like, him taking care of me. Because you talk about debilitating, like, losing a sibling I know I said it earlier but it is for me to think about what kind of position he was in to watch watch someone you love lose someone that they love so much and you can't help them there's nothing you can do except just let them Maybe. just yeah just fall apart on you I I don't know that I could do that like yeah. I mean I, I don't even like kissing my kids boo-boos you know like <laughs> I mean, I do it because I'm mama and sometimes I'm just like, oh, you're all right. Get up. You know, <laughs> but he never once Check did that to me. Yeah. He never once did that to me. He's just so I got to see this whole other side of him that, you know, he cared for me in a way that I had never, ever been even thought of. So we ended up he asked me to marry him at church, the same spot where he had asked me on a date. My daughter was there <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, we got to figure out how to be married, married, married. We got to be married during COVID. <laughs> During COVID and figure out how to be parents, and that was hard, all while trying to deal with grief, loss, you know, all the stuff. Let me just say, too, like, my husband is hot. Let me say that. He's a hottie. Like, you know, you pray for certain things and you're like getting a little selfish with what you pray for when you ask, and God's like, all right, I'll give you that. Like, <laughs> you want someone to carry in all the groceries in one trip? Sure. Huh? <laughs> Um, so then um, I ended up <laughs> pregnant again, <laughs> but this time, you know, with, with someone that, you know, I was married to it in a happy marriage. It wasn't, was not a, a sad thing at all. Um, had my son and then we found a blessing of a house that this poor man that we bought the house from, he's going through a divorce. Sometimes divorces are the bomb. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you, sir, for our awesome deal. So sorry that your marriage is broken. <laughs> so sorry that your whole life's our falling homes, apart. are <laughs> happy home. <laughs> have the keys, please. And then we found out um we were pregnant with twins, and that's been a whole yeah, but how how long we have not been married that long, and we have four kids now is that what you're asking? that's not what you were asking, no. asking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how long was your little boy until
1: oh, he was not even two yet i did I wanted a third third one, but like later on, you know, and so when, when i um <laughs> I took the test and I saw it was positive, and I was like okay like, yay yay i'm so excited i took it outside to bradley and bradley's like what you got covid again i'm like no i wish Like, this doesn't <laughs> go away yeah oh and boy was rewrite just two of them Ooh. but i will say if we would have only had three um the plan was to be done after that so all I can think is God's got some big things in store for that youngest one because wouldn't be a youngest one if it, it was, was up so us. funny is when you found out your
0: friend you called me <laughs> and you were like everyone is telling me what a blessing this is I just need you and I was like do you need you to what I'm having twins and I was like Oh, Carly, I'm so yeah. sorry. And you were like, Thank you. That's what I wanted. I just want someone to tell me that they're sorry. You, did.
1: you just said, Oh, Carly, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, Oh <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you. I needed some real <laughs> and Yeah, and people were like, you know, everybody was just, Oh, what a blessing. I'm like Double the Blessing. Oh, oh yeah. It's gonna be so fun. And it has been so fun. Like yeah. obviously we oh, knew yes. it was gonna be great, but Man, I just, just needed to wallow. Yeah, yeah. No one would like, let me wallow except my husband and I don't want to wallow to him all the time because then he'd be like, Man, what do we do? Like he's <laughs> gonna be okay. Jeez.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that was like I mean it wasn't funny, but I was like, Oh Carly, I am so sorry. <laughs> that is the worst thing.
1: <laughs> oh man, it was. But
0: oh, they're so stinking cute. They like, are like how can you not just
1: Oh I could just put them in a crock pot and low heat. I'm <laughs> Put a thing the biggest, of Campbell's soup in blessings. there. Yeah. pack <laughs> like of cigarettes. No, that's not what you meant. <laughs> you said Campbell's. I you said Campbell's. Oh, my God. <laughs> <word. laughs> <laughs> oh, my
0: <coughs> God. Man, they are so cute. And, oh, what a like, God has just blessed you. He really extremely. Like, he really uh, has. I, like, like, when I literally, when I see your life, I just think, like,
1: Blessing. I, I don't really think about it often as often as i should you know because when you're in it you just
0: well, i just i guess because i've known you for so long and, and you've been
1: there you the og
0: like... <laughs> <laughs> well i just like i mean just seeing like you know, through the worst part of everything mm. and then just on the other side it's just like wow you know wow upside down is mom you're a wow mom <laughs>
1: You are a well. Yeah. But God, he is, he, man, the things that I never, never would have thought. Because you know, as a kid, you have, like, giftings and callings and, and mm-hmm. things that you want, you know, and things that you dream. And mm-hmm. then you have dreams that you give up on because because you, choices that you make. And in, in so many ways, God has just handed me my dreams back in pieces. Just, here, have this. Even though life is, like, life is a beast sometimes. Like, I mean. Yeah. It, yeah, you just buckle up and just go for it, you know, like buy the shoes, man, like <laughs> just do it, just do it, but really, um, you know one thing you can always count on is it really does not matter what you face, like it does not matter god is he is constant, he is he is for sure like, and it doesn't matter what mistakes you make, what how many times you've walked away. How many cartwheels you've done backwards the other way? Like God, yeah. God is there. You know He'll give you a pillow if you need a pillow yeah. from <laughs> or from your cartwheels. That's so stupid. <laughs> he is there though, and I don't know. And and to me, it's taken me my whole life until getting back in church, or mm-hmm. I should say, getting into church because growing up in church is not enough. It's not enough to you have to have, get it for you, yourself. You do, and you don't really. People say that all the time, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. But until you actually get it those those deep prayers and intercessory in your in your closet if you will you know those those are they are vital but it's not always that you know sometimes it's just doing the dishes praying folding laundry talking to God Mm -hmm. just just like this you know it's and he wants those those parts of you like he wants those moments he does he wants the big moments he wants to be here drinking ice cream soup with us. Yes. Yes. Real. He does. Like, God cares that much about us that, just like he told me, you know, he He would go and sacrifice his life so that we can make all these poor decisions only to have to come right back around this huge, fat circle mm-hmm. and be like, hey, God, you know, you still love me. And we act like, like a sad puppy that's been swatted away like, hey, God, you know, yeah. <laughs> please don't hit me. And he's like. Hit you, you know. Yeah, I love you. I want to scratch your belly. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. But really, though, the things that God has done for me, it blows me away. But
0: oh, if anything, I'm so thankful that I met you. You're me too. Be- You're like literally my best friend,
1: bestie. Yeah, I can't say for the restie because that's stolen. <laughs> but you are Call like. Right. But and I, and I do want to say too, like you know, people that. Lifetime friends that I met at tbc there's not a lot of them but, you know like one or two, so. <laughs> but the ones that you know I did when i when I walked away from church um i I know it hurt like you know, and you're like shaking your head like, wow what are you doing you know mm-hmm. and uh so you know i'm sorry <laughs> i oh. am I'm, and I, I've had to say many many a sorry <laughs> to tons of people like. Especially in church, it's it's under the blood, and that's that. But yeah. I am so so thankful that you you've been there, Candy, and even, you you've been real even when I've been just like the fakest of fake, you know. Like
0: <laughs> so The right. fakest of
1: fake, you've been there.
0: We're the OGs. That's right. Oh, the OGs from TBC.
1: That's right. We're the OG ABCs. <laughs> TBCB alphabet soup. I don't know where it goes from here. But. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm so glad that you. We are here that you get to be on my podcast. I'm just glad I get to sleep in the same bed as you.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I'm so thankful you're my friend. Even if I sound like Dorothy from The Golden.
0: You're suffering a little bit of a cold. That's
1: okay. All that hacking and coughing. Yeah, you know, edit Edit half of the thing out. <laughs> yeah. this thing's going to be five minutes long now.
0: God is good. (laughs) (laughs) good. Well, thank you so much for being on and until next time.